0: Yo, what's going on? I can't even get my face on my own channel. Shout out to the coach gang. What's going on, everybody? This is the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel and on Fakebook. Shout out to everybody on Facebook Do they still call it Fakebook? I haven't logged on in a minute. All right. Did they change it to meta or that's just the company? Anyway, man, shout out to the coach gang. We are back in here for another video. I know there's a lot of stuff that is going on in the world. Uh, We're going to come back to that in the later show. We're going to come back to that in the later show. A lot going on with uh, you-know-who and the new you-know-what. We're definitely going to get involved in that because I'm waiting for some more developments. I don't know if you guys know. There's probably going to be a bigger development coming up uh, in the next probably 10, 12, 14 hours. So as those developments unfold, we're going to be on top of it. All right, but Coach Adamus has been right. There was a couple of people in there yesterday talking about, ah, nothing's going to (laughs) happen. Remember that? They were like, ah, nothing's going to happen. I put the poll up. I was like, hey, you know, what's going to happen? 20% of people, ah, nothing's going to happen. They're going to sweep this right under the rug, right? Mm. So uh, there's going to be some further developments, man, that are going to make the coach gang over here look like a genius. Shout out to everybody, man. Today's show, we're going to talk about the froggy and leaping efforts of uh, certain women, community women. What is going on here? I I see something suspicious going on and um, it's a sign of the times. A lot of people here are not right. They're not in a right, proper mental state and they're taking out the actions on other people, not on other people, but on themselves. So we're going to investigate that real quick with three stories of women getting a little froggy and leaping. All right. From from uh, tall buildings, from a single single bound. All right, they, they think they're Superman out here. <laughs> oh man, what's going on here, man? This is crazy, man. Shout out to Leaf in the building with the super chats. Shout out to Classy Beat. Says, uh, for the first time in my life, I'm thankful for my asthma. No draft for me. Hashtag he says, shout out to the coach and the coach gang. No asthma. Hey, if you guys want to know, well, I won't tell you, man, but uh, if you have if you're asthmatic, you might be able to get a pass all right from WW3 in here. All right, but of course, if you're between the ages of 18 and I believe 32 or 35, you get a pass. My old tail ain't going nowhere, all right? But it is what it is. All right, Nathaniel, all of y'all going to be having inhalers now. (laughs) Everybody going to be walking around with an inhaler. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Nathaniel Butler, hey, CGA. Shout out to you and the rest of the coach gang. He says, question, do you think? that with the uh, relationship dynamics with women would change since a possible world conflict is in, in is impending. And absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, uh, The dynamics are going to change because simps are going to buckle. All right. The men who have long memories or the men who aren't at least, they are at least five succeeds from a, the, the plantation. The men that are one succeed from the plantation, they're going to, they're going to get froggy and leap as well. So what's going to happen is they're going to, Automatically accept bad deals, and this is what I've been telling women a long time. And remember, ladies, I'm not trying to correct your behavior at all. You guys do, you guys do what you want. But what I've been telling men is, don't get involved unless the women have an all-out assault on the family court system. Right? That is the only way you get involved because the rules of marriage and divorce haven't changed. They haven't budged one bit. The only thing that has really changed is custody. Custody is the only thing that has changed. And then women that have made their own money, somehow, sometimes they can get caught up in paying child support, right? Or if you can prove that she's unsuitable for to be a parent, you can get to a little bit extra custody from her. So that has changed a little bit. And that has swung into more a child abuse, I believe, because the children are being child uh, abused uh, because the courts are splitting hairs, right? And then they're being co-parented. And I think that opens up more avenues and doors for manipulation. So. um, Co-parenting is a joke, by the way, I think um, for for the gender dynamics, a lot of women are saying they're going to go back to the kitchen. They don't want to do anything. They're they're not a feminist. They believe in traditional values and they're going to hoodwink and bamboozle you guys. They're going to hook. I mean, they do it now. Some of these women come over to this space now and hoodwink you. They don't even show their face and you guys go throwing her money. You know, I, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much because you guys see the you guys want to see the best in uh, women. But listen, ladies, I love you, by the way. I love you. You are so beautiful. Sisters to me. Yes, indeed. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to the women in here. Where's the lady coach Feet. Where's the feet pitcher gang? You know, I have to take a little bit of time. Thank you, Sizzo. Oh, that was who said that? Yes, Norbert told me today, terms and conditions. I have to take a second to sing to the beautiful women that are out there. Sister, you've been on, on my mind. Sister, you know what I mean? I got to give them a little bit of love. Feed picture gang in the building. Y'all been slacking on your pimping, by the way. You need to send some feed pictures my way. We need to put them women first. But now, you know what I mean? Because the new the the the, the World War III is coming up, these women are going to be extra, extra submissive. They're going to act like they ain't hurt feminism. What? Who? right Who? they going to act like they've never seen a feminist before. Feminism? <laughs> what is that? I don't believe. Strong and independent. Remember, there's that one woman I'm going to tell you right here. I'm going to show you. Uh, so you're talking about gender dynamics. They're going to trick the hell out of you guys. Remember that one sister I showed you? She was like uh, uh, feminism. She was like strong and independent. Oh, no, I'm a damsel in distress. <laughs> right? I'm like, boy, they already pulling the go. okie doke on y'all. All right. But they, they the problem is they got eight dogs. Uh, let me see here. Let me see if I can find it. What is something- here's, the, here's the sister right here. This is what they're going to pull on you guys. You guys got to be ready. Here's the, here's the sister right here.
1: What is something you used to strongly believe in that you no longer believe in at all? Being a strong, independent woman. I don't do that anymore. I'm a damsel in distress.
0: So she said, I don't do that anymore. She says, being a strong and independent woman. I, I don't do that anymore. I'm a damsel in distress. Well, there's a whole bunch of reasons why you don't do that anymore. Because you got to work. All right, here's the re- here's the thing. Why, why Why do you have to work?
1: Why do I have to? I am sexy.
0: I am sexy. Yeah, you don't want to work no more. Uh, that 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 idea that you were gonna free yourself and work, all right, and then and, and have all this freedom. Well, you just chained to a desk. So that's like, okay, this sucks. Why do I have to work?
1: Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. All
0: right. So yeah, that sucks. All right. Now, what else don't you believe in? Oh, I believe I'm a damsel in distress. Of course you are a damsel in distress. Of course you are. Because you can't support your own self. Yeah. Now you got to go out there and sell feet pictures and be on OnlyFans rubbing yourself out. Now you got to be out here on Seeking arrangements. Now you got to be lot lizard. Yeah, of course. That little job you have don't make ends meet. And when you're trying to be make ends meet, the diets don't work the same. Of course.
1: I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't do that anymore. I'm a damsel
0: in distress. See, they thought they were going to get work, jobs, careers. Careers.
1: So I could focus on my career. And they
0: thought they were gonna get freedom. (laughs) Right? Then you didn't get freedom. You got handcuffed to a desk. And you had to turn tricks for your white supervisor. That's another story.
1: Okay. I can absolutely take care of myself, but I don't
0: want to. I can absolutely look at that face, bro. (laughs) I can absolutely take care of myself, but I don't want to. Wait, it's this way. Do I look like her? We could be brother and sister. She acted like she's saying something profound. I can absolutely take care of myself, but I don't want to. Okay, who, what ignorant male would sign up for this uh, deal here? She's shuffling. This woman is shuffling like crazy.
1: (laughs) I can do some shuffling, too. Live look out, man. man what you,
0: you going to do? out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And so somebody said, this wall speak? Yeah, it's, it's I'm hitting the wall. I can't find the man. I need to do something here. I need to change something up. I'm chained to this desk. I got student loan debt. I can support myself. No, you can't. You really can't. You're probably broke. I, look at your office. Look at your office surroundings right here. Look at your office. Look at that. You're on Pinterest or whatever you are searching. All right. With your extra time searching to do what on Pinterest. All right. You're broke. You're broke. Say you're broke.
1: So I could focus on my career. By the way, I want
0: to add one more thing to this, this complicated conversation, this complicated conversation. And remember, I told you the dynamics between men, especially black men and black women. It is not a romantic type of it is not a it is not always a romantic type of um relationship it is always like a a duty type relationship if they do get together they're like okay she's like all right you do this and you do that your duty is to do this and then when you turn around and you tell her what her duty is she she bark but bark, bark, bark right she just bucks at you so that there's that element and then there's also the element of there's really no romantic relationship it is more like a cousinship a it's more like there's 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 sex involved but it's not there's not a connection you know what i mean there's that there's that brightly lit banging you know what i mean there's sex but it's never a kit like a kindred spirit like you never there's really that there's really that loving feeling you know what i mean in the in, in between black men and black women and i'm gonna show you how I'm going to prove to you right here with language that we're more, yeah, it's more of a, like, it's like your partner, it's like your homeboy, that they just happen to be people that can fornicate together, right? So I'm going to prove to you with language that shows you what that relationship is about, and this is what it's about. I'm going to show you. I'm going to teach it because remember, I'm saying these are like your homeboys. It's like your partner. It's like your cousin, your homeboy. And, and a lot of times these women will have this is what talking, a lot of times these these women will have uh, friends that they fornicate with. Right. They, they, they have the homeboy. Right. Oh, this is my boy. This is my homie that I went to school with. And they so were, they were hooking up in the background. Watch this. Listen to the language. The language is always it's something like this. Brother and sister. Ooh, this is going to be a tough one. Brother and sister. Brother and sister. We always refer to each other as a brother or a sister. Something ain't right here. So we really don't see each other as romantic partners or partners in love. We see each other either partners out of obligation or some sort of brother and sister it's like your roommates you're never really romantic you kind of like homeboys and mm, yeah that's my play cousin that's my play brother you see what i'm saying that's my little nephew that's my little it's never like that's my love that's my darling that's my you see what i mean? I'm always like, there's been always a weird dynamic between black men and black women. And it's always in the language. Yeah. My homie love a friend. You know what I mean? It's something I'm going to deep dive into that. I'm going to try to break that down. Yeah. My play cousin, my work husband, it's always something else other than, you know, even when they go down to wifey, it's never, that's my wife. It's always wifey. Oh, she's wifey. Like, why does it always have to be? Why can't it be wife, husband? Oh, that's my boo. That's my. It's never directly into what it is. It's always an extension of it or underneath some incestuous type relationship. Just think about it, man. Just think about it. We'll go into that. Sorry to get off board here. I'm going to have to skip a couple of stories. Yeah, my bae. It's never, it's like, what is going on? So, anyway, man, there's something to be said there to think about that. So, anyway, I went off a little base there and I'll get back to the super chats. Shout out to Warhammer. And he says, I feel nothing, ice cold veins. I hear it 100%. Who cares, right? I don't care. All right. Warhammer, shout out to you. Callie West says, Welcome to World War III. And he says, Zoe, Zoza, Bethel deleted herself and her family, and the media are trying to cover it up. We're going to look into this because there's a, there's been a series of events of women getting froggy, leaping from uh, leaping tall buildings at a single bound. All right, and and now they're like, ah, it was an accident. We're going to talk about that. All right, the undisputed man says Ukrainian women running to simps for safety. Yes, they are, man. They're seeing the rockets' red glare and bombs bursting in the air. Gave proof through the night, that their flag ain't there. You know what I mean? I ain't making fun of the situation, but I'm looking at it like, hey, when these things happen, guess what happens? They run back. They run back to the man. And I feel bad what's happening over there. This is There's tremendous loss of life over there. You know, I wouldn't want to be in the situation that they're in. So shout out to the people over there dealing with the situation. Um, it is what it is. All right, so Triggerverse says the dragon and the bear are making NWO moves. <laughs> to sweet. all right shout out to rodrigo de silva just supporting the coffee in the name of the nasty boys coach the brazilian army is calling the reserves to uh be present to or to yeah to be present to their units to have a backup it's on it's on like donkey kong man y'all better get ready for the real shout out to xl pro services he says they submit to the barbarian at the gate we're going to talk, talk about the barbarian at the gate uh, today, later this afternoon. We're going to get into this. We're going to talk about this situation. Uh, we're going to break that down. Um. Uh, Studio IC, last one. The girl, Lana Rhodes, allegedly used NFTs to swipe $1.5 million, then called her victims mean and toxic when they called her out. Man, this is crazy. Wow. That's too bad, man. You know, simps, you get what you you get what you deserve. You know, if you want to make a woman rich, let them uh make them rich and support them. Uh let's get into this show. And I want to do a follow-up story real quick. We won't stay too long. Remember, I did the story on Sam Hunt, Country Singer. Country Singer, Sam Hunt. Uh, let's let's do a quick review of what's going on in his story. It turned a little weird for a minute. So Sam Hunt. His wife filed for divorce, said he was cheating, found out he was cheating on a Friday, filed for divorce on a Monday. And then she um or she filed for divorce on a Friday. I don't know when she called him cheating. Well, it turns out she withdrew the divorce complaint hours after filing. So here's what she did. This gets weirder by the way. So she filed for the divorce and then Hours later, she withdrew the complaint. Wow, she concluded it says right here Sam Hunt's wife Hannah Lee Fowler has withdrawn her divorce complaint against the country singer. People uh confirm according to the documents, Fowler, age 33, withdrew the complaint just hours after filing in Tennessee on Friday. She requested that the petition be voluntary, voluntarily non suited without prejudice, meaning um, there's no gonna be no judgment, and then meanwhile, she can file for divorce again in the future follows lawyer did not immediately respond to people's requests for comment she initially filed for divorce on february 18th alleging that hunt cheated on her he cheated on me i'm not happy (laughs) Fowler claimed that the take your time singer age 37 was guilty of inappropriate marital conduct and adultery in tennessee court documents obtained by people and blah 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 there she is right there well it gets weirder sam hunt's wife hannah fowler refiles for divorce in another county Mm. so she said she said i'll file for this woman done filed for divorce unfiled it and refiled it in a matter of hours it seems that sam hunt and hannah lee Fowler will be moving ahead with their divorce after all after filing for divorce and then withdrawing her complaint late last week Fowler has filed for divorce once again, this time in a different county. Of course, a little bit more favorable. According to the report from TMZ, Fowler and their legal team originally filed for the paperwork in the wrong county. And so they rescinded the suit and filed again in the Nashville area county. Oh, my gosh. And so hours later, here it is, and she pulled it back. And then so she wants to go. I don't know, man. Uh, It sounds like it's the lawyers had a little bit of a paperwork issue. And so he got off. He got put on the hook, got off the hook, back on the hook. All right. Got to get my bag
1: and run. They're
0: like, hey, if you file it in this county, you ain't going to get this. You ain't going to get that. Remember, this woman ain't even had her baby yet. And she wants child support, alimony and whatnot. This is what I'm telling you to remember. And you must remember it long term. All right, there's another story I was going to talk about, but we're going to skip that story. We're going to go to the next story. We're going to talk about women getting froggy and leaping. All right, so let's, before we do that, let's look at the distribution of what we call self deletion. All right, if you do feel like you have the need to self delete yourself, all right, self delete. All right, go seek help counseling. There is a national hotline national self-deletion hotline which you can go to and get some help what we're going to do is we're going to use statistics all right we call them statistics over here because people say "Where are your statistics all right and so what we're going to do is we're going to get some statistics all right so right here we're going to statistics statistics right here and it says right here distribution of self-deletion in the u.s and we're going to use 2018 you know the world doesn't catch up that fast and it's going to say by ethnicity or gender. For some reason, the Caucasian people, man, y'all be at it. Y'all be body-body out here. Y'all ain't got no problem. Male or female, it's just about the same rate. All right? Uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's in your kale, what's what's in the kale that you're eating. What is going on? Y'all be getting froggy out here. Y'all need some help today? <laughs> <laughs> y'all need y'all need the hotline, bro. All right. So let's let's forget it. Forget it. Let's go down to the African-American community. All right. Uh, the, the rate of self-deletion is is pretty rare. All right. Despite all the trauma that 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 happens in the community, it's very rare that there's a self-deletion. All right. Uh, normally, they'll just delete someone else. All right. White folks be like, what about black or black crime? What about self-delete on self-delete crime? All right. Here we go right here. Uh, then when it comes to females, it's slightly lower. So for female African-American women, which these three cases are, it is almost on par, but slightly below. It is almost a rarity. And if you look at the chart all the way across, you have uh, you have um, you have uh, th- there's the distribution there. If you guys wondered, wanted to know what's going on there. All right. It's rare if you're anything but. White. All right. White people be doing it. Black, most everybody else don't be doing it. All right. So but when it comes to specifically blacks, all right, there's the chart there. So we say that for a reason. What's going on? Uh, since that's the case, in about a matter of two weeks, we have three black women getting froggy and leaping. And the first one is a woman on a, a cruise. All right, let's go ahead and play the film. This is going to be a, a fair use moment. Let's go ahead and play the clip. And show you what we're talking about here. And we'll break the clip down. I'll show it in full. I'll do the whole part whole method. All right. If you're anywhere near a teacher. If you've ever been through a teaching uh, class. this is a teaching method called whole part whole. So I show you the whole thing. And then I show it to you in parts and break it down. And then I'll show you the whole thing. Some of you guys come in when I'm at the part method. And then you say, just play the video. No, I already played the video. I was on the whole. Now I'm on the part method. Now, then I'll go to the whole method. All right, so here we go. Turn it up. Alicia! Alicia? Takeisha, Who? Who's she screaming for? Is she in her pajamas? What kind of pants are those? So, they appear to be on a cruise ship. You'll never catch my ass on a cruise ship. You'll never catch me on no cruise ship. This don't look fun at all. Look at all this trailer park tra- No, hell no. You ain't never gonna catch me on no cruise ship.
1: They back there, so she had Who
0: was She's been smoking a spliff or something. So all right so there it is right there uh so we'll do the whole part whole method you guys saw the whole video and so let's break it down here let's break it down all right so oh why why can't I rewind it all right oh they got me okay so anyway as you can see sister's right here we'll read the article too um there she is right there being restrained there's a female security officer and looks like a male security officer potentially another male here um they got her they got her in a um arm bar their hand. They're handcuffing her. She and boarded for sure. All right. Hey. She definitely got that iron board working. All right. Uh, what's that on her head, by the way? I don't know what. Hey, ladies. Ladies. I'm not making fun of her. But I'm just going to say something right now. What is going on with this thing on your heads? I do not get it for the life. A headband, I can understand. Headband's okay. Why are we outside with these things on your head? I am thoroughly, thoroughly confused. I don't know why this is acceptable at all. I mean, same thing with same thing with um uh wave caps and do-rags. Stop this got to stop, all right, because I don't see this is just has to stop. I don't get it. All right, so let's see what's going on here. She called him for Alicia. She's in some sort of trauma right now. Either it's because she's getting arrested or something prior happened. We don't know. We cannot judge. So she's getting restrained and we're going to read the article later. Um, Somebody else is getting out of the hot tub. This should be by the hot tub. He's running. Uh, She definitely long backed it. Uh, and she looks like she got house shoes on so uh, from for, for all intents and purposes she wasn't in the hot tub alright I don't think she was in the hot tub with that attire so and now um, it appears that she's jumped overboard so everybody's rushing to the scene
1: get it real
0: So now everybody's rushing, and this is where we're going to pick it up in the rest of the story. But yeah, man, hey, bro, you will never catch me on one of these, man. Never. It be, our only cruise I'm going on is a private yacht. A yacht. It was the same lady? It was the same lady? what's going on with the high pitch noises there? So let's talk about it. Let's let's briefly uh break down what happened and give you their interpretation of the story. Maybe there's something else going on here. It says here, we'll read this article because it's a little bit more detailed. The U.S. Coast Guard, wait a minute, says handcuffed woman aged 32 who jumped overboard from the uh Carnival Valor Valor uh cruise was involved in a hot tub incident. Passengers described hearing her. Smash against the side of the ship and its lifeboats before hitting the water. All right. And so it is as an unidentified woman. She jumped off the cruise ship, going from uh Casamel, Mexico to New Orleans. All right. So we're gonna assume they are from the south. And she is said to be 32 and allegedly held in handcuffs after being reportedly uh, involved in a disturbance with a man in a hot tub. A man. Okay. Security was called and the woman was detained, but she broke free and jumped off of deck 10. All right. So she broke free. So anybody wants to know, um, they didn't throw her overboard. They allegedly said she was, she broke free and immediately ran to jump over the railing. I would have to see the video of that. Now she's handcuffed. She shit out of luck. Um, when she hits that water. All right. Unless she got some froggy legs, you're done. All right. Uh, passengers reported seeing the woman hitting her head on a lifeboat before landing in the water face first. Yeah, that would happen if you can't break your fall. It says the U.S. Coast Guard has sent two helicopter crews to help try and locate the woman in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, it's not going to happen. All right. You're going to locate a carcass, unfortunately, because because if she don't have her hands free and she's just bobbing in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. It's a wrap. Mm. The incident happened about 150 miles off the Louisiana coast. And it says here, the U S coast guard is continuing the search for the female passenger who jumped. Uh, you can discontinue that search. You're just looking for the body and, um, witnesses report. uh, let's see here. It says the ship was, uh, okay. All right. Uh, it says that we had a fixed wing air. There's the water there. There's the water. There's the life preserver. All right. Life preserve or the life, the little lifesaver, little donut. Yeah, you can forget all that, all right? That, look how little the donut is, and yeah, and the investigation is ongoing. Oh, one more thing about these cruise lines is a lot of times, a lot of times they, they um, a lot of incidents happen on these cruise lines, but because they're in the middle of the ocean, they may not be an American cruise line, right? Their cruise line might be associated with some some Caribbean island. So they don't have the same laws as an American cruise ship would have, which they're probably not American because they probably have to pay hella taxes, right? So, or they would have to have certain security methods. So a lot of times they'll lie and say something happened and uh, to protect themselves and you can't investigate. Yes, the waters are international. I'm trying to find a good way to say that. You're in international waters. So a lot of the times they'll be like uh, the Bahamas will be their home base, and so the Bahamian law, the Bohemian laws are going to be different from U.S. laws. And Royal Cruise is British, yes. A lot of them Carnival Cruise is Jamaica, so you got to be careful um, when you go on cruise ships because uh, the crimes that get committed on cruise ships, they can just sweep it under the rug. They don't have to report it to America, right? And so they're saying she broke free, but the witnesses say they broke free. Let me go back and and show you this. It says here. Security was called and the woman was detained, but she broke free and jumped. Well, I don't know who said that she jumped or broke free. Let's see if they say that real quick. And I'm going to get to the point here. It says the Coast Guard was contacted. And uh, okay, it is not clear why she decided to jump. But some passengers said security on board had allegedly detained the woman with handcuffs after she was said to have been involved in a disturbance with a man in a hot tub on Deck 10. Security got her out of the hot tub. Whenever they got got to take her into custody, apparently she was upset and went over the railing, fellow passenger Kim Barnett said. So even Kim Barnett says she was upset and went over the railing. Barnett said that a woman was falling, banged her head on the side of the lifeboat. Another passenger who identified himself as only Randy told the station that the 32-year-old hit the water face first. Other passengers aboard the ship had posted messages on Facebook about their experiences. Another man claimed that the 32-year-old woman who jumped had been causing problems the entire trip. Okay, a man, it says here, the woman who jumped had been causing problems for the entire trip allegedly throwing a water bottle at security guards and attacking one of them. Oh, now we're going to get into it. We're going to get into mental health here in a minute. According to the passenger claimed to be a witness, the woman was detained but managed to break free and jumped off the deck. All right, so here it is. We're getting confirmation here. And there, yeah, there's nobody there. There's the life preserver and you ain't going to find her there. Uh, Let's see here. It says the success rate to finding people alive who have fallen overboard stands around 25% and a number of factors affect this, including location and weather, time of day, et cetera, et cetera. So you asked out if you ever fall over and they're giving the like, they're they're giving the tally and all that stuff. But so interesting story, right? Interesting. Why did she jump over? We're going to get to that, but let's get to the next sister. Let's get to the next sister right here. Where is she at? Right here. We reported on this woman. Wait a minute, we reported on this woman, her name is Chelsea Christ, or Christ. And she jumped from a very, very high point building in New York, age 30, age 30 years old. And it came out and was revealed, we're not going to go over the entire story, but we're using this as an example. This was as of the February 1st, Black History Month. And so in this situation here, beauty queen jumps to her demise and she was a former Miss USA, 2019. She was a TV personality attorney, former Miss USA, Chelsea Christ. And she died at the age of 30. Her family confirmed she was found dead in New York city early in the morning. And she was an attorney who was uh worked for uh, unjustly jailed inmates. Now it was later revealed that she might have been, um, She might have been getting into some alternative lifestyles, meaning Rainbow Skittles community. And her mother was not accepting of that, despite the fact that she was a TV personality attorney and former Miss USA. There was also some pressure to look good. There's also the name Wall Speak, someone said. All right. Age 30. She's approaching this and there's pressure. Right. And so her family was putting pressure on her good in life and she couldn't take it which there's going to be a problem with that there's going to be a problem with that we're going to research that here in a minute we're going to give you my interpretation in a minute let's take that down and talk about this woman this young woman oh wait wait this young woman right here her name is Zoe Bethel also February this is the third black woman who allegedly was pushed or jumped from a tall building which is if you could note, statistically, it's already rare. This is very rare. Take a look at this. Being involved in a situation where you take your own breath and you turn off your own TV is rare. But now in a three-week period, we have several. Zoe Bethel, Alabama pageant winner and model and conservative commentator who had her TV turned off in Florida, always look for the good in people. And there she is there. Sister, you've been on, on my mind. So there's Zoe or Zoe. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm going to say Zoe. The current Miss Alabama, uh, she, Zoe Bethel, the for, the current Miss Alabama for America winner. So she just won. And conservative commentator, who died last week in Miami beaches, remembered by her family as someone who was taught to stand up for the truth and as a devoted mother to her five-year-old daughter. Mm. There we go right now. She's a single mom. How old is this woman? We got to do something, man. She was a divided believer in... Nope. How come y'all always skip that part about premarital sex when y'all divided lukewarm Christians and was a strong conservative who was very patriotic according to the statement released by AL.com from her family on Tuesday. She loved God and valued her life as well as uh, the lives of those around her. The 27-year-old. Okay, she has a five-year-old. We got to speak about this, ladies and gentlemen. See, this all comes into it. I hate when people brush over this. See, I got daughters, and I teach them, hey, you know, you can't live your life in complete disorder and then come out here thumping your chest and thumping your Bible. We're not going to play that game. You thump your chest. You thump your Bible. Adams 316 says, all right, let's get into the mess here. she's twenty seven so at twenty two she had a kid at least age twenty one she getting knocked up, or as we call it knocked the twenty seven year old died Friday here at a Miami hospital after she was critically injured. February eleventh Miami police spokesman Michael Vega officer Vega says, and uh the officers responded twelve oh five a m to call to a call for a possible Self-deletion attempt. So here's what I'm going to say right here. They responded to a possible self-deletion attempt. The preliminary investigation revealed that the victim fell out of a third floor window. Mm. I do know someone that fell out of a window legitimately. (laughs) I do know someone that fell out of a window. But uh, the circumstances, they were, it was a kid, all right, and they were, Wrestling with it was a it was a young child, and then they were wrestling with their brother, and then she allegedly bounced off the bed out the window and survived it, and survived it. She had a broken arm and a broken clavicle. All right, that's about it. But I ain't never heard nobody else fall out no window. All right, here we go. Bethel was transported by Miami Fire Rescue to Jackson Memorial Hospital in critical condition, where she remained on life support for eight days. And the Miami-Dade medical examiner ruled the cause of death as blunt force trauma. And the manner of death is, quote, accidental. Vega said, this was a tragic accident and no foul play is suspect. Okay, so no foul play. No foul play. And an accident. Not self-deletion. Yo, somebody got to fill in the blank. Somebody please... Somebody, okay, so she wasn't pushed, she didn't self-delete, she just fell out the window. All right, the only thing I could come up with is Instagram picture, but even then that doesn't make sense. Because it's 12.05 a.m., there's no, maybe in Miami, there's no Instagram picture. What Instagram picture are you taking at 12.05 a.m.? Okay, this is not even making sense. Bethel's family responded to the police account and said the investigation is still ongoing. Thank the good, thank goodness. The initial re- police report is simply preliminary and not conclusive, and it is further absent specific facts from eyewitness testimony, and then that would rather alter the incident type status listed in the preliminary police report according to the family statement the family reserves the right to release information as appropriate in conjunction with the investigation it will make certain necessary information is available at the conclusion of the investigation the family said bethel won the alabama pageant in Baldwin county in 2021 and was the current title holder she was the champion the world's lost the queen somebody said the pageant posted on fake book she was a light in this world, and we are heartbroken over the loss of such a bright, and beautiful woman. We are praying earnestly for the Lord himself to do what he knows to be best in his infinite wisdom in this situation. The family wrote on a GoFundMe. Mm. Bruh, a GoFundMe? A GoFundMe. As a people, our priorities are absolutely effed up. I mean, (laughs) like, this is what, this is what. Now, of course, you're going to raise a GoFundMe because you don't want, I mean, if it's a self-deletion, how do you, how are you raising a GoFundMe? She deleted herself. You don't get no life insurance. All right. So this is life insurance for a person who allegedly self-deleted themselves. I mean our priorities in this world have got to be absolutely outrageous. This is jacked up. This is this is unreal. And let me tell you something. They they set a goal of a half million dollars. Mm. Anybody who thinks I'm wrong for telling you guys this. <laughs> Anybody who thinks you that I'm wrong for judge being judgmental here, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, your priority's out of whack. She has a five-year-old. She has no life insurance. She's running around here being a pageant winner. She allegedly jumps out of a window. The family turns it into a fundraising opportunity in order to bury her. And then now they want $500,000 to put her in the ground. All right, and then she only collects $48,000. I mean, our our priorities are out of whack. You got to get your priorities straight. All right. Uh, somebody says life insurance uh covers self-deletion if the policy is in order for two years plus. We know Zoe has many people who care about her and who would like to like a way to show support for her in any way they are able to. According to the family, Bethel was in Miami working. As an active model and spokeswoman, she was a political commentator for conservative media uh, network, RSBN, as well as a brand ambassador for Turning Point USA and Liberty University's uh, Falkirk Center, a nonprofit organization aiming to infuse American politics and culture with Christian principles. And the the family said, "Um, I'm going to tell you something, this woman is broke. I mean, there's no way she's making no money doing any of these things. She's, 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 pro- let me get on seeking arrangements. I bet you I'll find her profile. She's not, those are not jobs. Those are volunteer efforts. These are not jobs. And this is what happens. They say, I'm so busy doing this. I'm so busy doing that. You ain't doing nothing. There's there, you're again, learn a definition between consumer and producer. She's doing no job here. There's no job listed. She was in Miami working as an active model. Nope. That's not a job. An active that's not a job. That means you may be a seeking arrangement sugar baby and a spokeswoman. That's not a job. Show me what she was. Okay, she had even her, 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 her uh pageant winning is not a job. I don't know if you guys know about pageant winning, but uh you spend more money than you make. She was a political commentator for conservative media network, RSBN. Never heard of them. That's not a job. That's not going to be a job. You're a commentator. That's not a job. As well as a brand ambassador, not a job. And Liberty University's fall, fall, Kirk, speaking of fall Kirk, somebody said a nonprofit organization aiming to infuse American politics and culture. That's not a job either. They haven't listed one job. These are all busy uh, tasks. And she's, I'm busy doing this. I'm busy doing that. And she don't have no money. Where's the sugar daddy at? And why he didn't put no money in here? <laughs> Come on, man. We guys got to get figure what's going on here. She was also a spokeswoman for Student for Life and affiliated with Project Veritas, her family said. Again, not a job. Not a job. All right, this is all busy work, and a lot of people are doing busy work, but they're too, they're, they're not they're not making no money. Uh, she loved God and valued her life as well as the lives of those around her. She was growing and becoming more successful each year uh, of her life, and she was only just beginning. Well, what they call success is being visible, right? She's being visible, right? She's able to take some pictures. She's a spokeswoman for this. She does brand ambassador for that. Um, and, uh, she's a pageant winner, but she wasn't bringing in no money. Right. And so people call that success because she's being visible. She didn't have no money. Um, it says, right. The baby daddy got to get the bag and run.
1: Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. What else? No matter what, who you are, Zoe always looking for the good in people. All right. At the core, she was a creative minded person again. Oh, she was, here we go. She was a singer, songwriter, and a seamstress. Some people love titles. I'm not not talking about Zoe here. You guys love titles. You guys love more titles than you love making money. How many titles this woman got? She got more jobs than Jennifer Lopez. And no money coming in from either. Seamstress, broke. I mean, that's not a job. Songwriter, that's not a job. Singer, not a job. Spokeswoman, not a job. Model, not a job. Political commentator, not a job. Come on, man, we need to start getting our priorities straight. You want attention or money? Which one do you want? Bethel was described as a loving mother devoted, devoting her all, wait, We're devoting her all to caring. Devoting her all to caring for her five-year-old daughter. She loved being in nature and being very holistic. What else is there? I don't even want to. She found joy in being outdoors and whatever her family was around her as an ailment. She was ready with her natural remedies to find a cure. Even though she was a glamorous and glamorous in her modeling and her pageant queen, she was not afraid to get her hands dirty for a good cause. Co- a conservative commentator Brandon Tate Brandon Tatum, shout out to B. Tatum, said her, I'm oh, sorry, said he regretted that she had not gotten the chance to fulfill her life's dreams. Brandon Tatum says, I'm shocked and saddened by the death of such a wonderful young lady, et cetera, et cetera. Does she have a YouTube channel? I'm I'm done reading this. So as you can see. Very suspect reasons as to why she's not alive. And this the investigation is ongoing. She allegedly fell from a third-story window. Allegedly, the police are saying it's it was an accident. The family believes that either it was foul play, maybe somebody pushed her, maybe she was getting the Instagram photo. Somebody needs to explain what's going on here. But nonetheless, we have three scenarios as to why as two sisters that have oh been God. recently in Black History Month leaping from tall. Buildings in a single bound. We're going to get into that. Let's do the super chats, though. We're going to give you the reason why. I'm going to give you the reason why. If you've been holding on, I'll keep holding on. I'll I'll keep holding on. I'm going to give you the reason. Give me the reason to love you now. (laughs) We're going to give you the reason. All right. Um, And this is going to be a helpful situation. I'm not here to make fun of. I'm here to help. Shout out to PH. Darren says, what's good, CGA? Or he says, what's up? Long time since I caught you live. Been working on my own channel and helping these military simps from completely burying themselves. Keep grinding. Well, PH. Darren, you're really, really, really going to need your help here in the next couple of years. Trigger verse, the community is or the community is a petri dish for everything liberal. Swanton bomb from high rise ropes is the final result. We about to eat uh borscht with chopsticks. I don't know what borscht is, but it sounds Russian. <laughs> All right, Joe Jones says, real, uh yeah, a real war would change a lot of attitudes it will and guys we've never really been through a real one but I'm, I'm not taking anything away from the brothers that served in afghanistan shout out to you guys um uh or desert storm or Iraq. all right but those were those were not you know what i mean it was those it was never the 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 outcome was never in question let's put it like that we knew what we was going to go over there. We went over there and, and put a boot up somebody's ass, and we pounded sand, and it was that. You know what I mean? But it was never a Vietnam, a World War II, Korean War, World War One. You know what I mean? Now we're on the brink of that. All right, shout out to uh, Sean Hensley says, this is not the time to take on any unnecessary burden or liabilities, gentlemen, travel light. Yeah, those are conflicts. hey man it is not time to carry on any baggage do not get in relationships guys it is the wrong time all right simon small shout out to you jtj back no time world war three is at hand (laughs) or it we're we're here and anybody that thinks we're this is probably the closest we'll get to world war three without getting to it if we if it doesn't happen this will be the closest we get all right, and this ain't the end of the story. Whatever you're hearing on the news, this is just the tipping point. All right, face fact says, I can't support myself. I just need alimony, child support, Section 8, WIC, and welfare. And then I'll be a strong and independent woman. I'll be making it by myself. All right, here we go. Auto Man says, and just like all those child support payments and alimony payments, stopped in Ukraine. Huh? Did they? Oh, no. They all running back to the house to play house. Yikes. Amari says, coach, the female dating strategy Reddit made a list of red flags for girlfriends to look out for on the, their man's computer, and you were on it. <laughs> what? He says, laughing by A off. These XXs are crazy. I was on it. Did they say if they look at coach Greg Adams? Send me the link to that. I will get a kick out of that. Send me the link to that. All right. If, if it is. they're like hey if it's kevin samuels coach greg adams all right i love to see that bro all right uh charlie brown says the purge and the walking dead females coming soon to a community near you hold the gun line boss and bosses he says and thank you for your service hashtag free agent lifestyle thank you sir you might not be able to post a link because it it won't let you throw the link in the chat ams was on it (laughs) oh shoot Man, I got to find that. I'm going to see that female dating strategy. I'm going to look it up and see if I can find it real quick. Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I see something here. I see a lot of my, my name is popping up in a whole bunch of places. I see a Reddit thing right here. That was from 2020. Anyway, interesting. Um, let's see here. Uh, what I teach you guys is I'm not teaching you how uh, to not get in relationships. I'm teaching you how to get not get manipulated. Don't drum marry YouTuber, YouTubians. I'm going to try to look it up. I don't even know how to even get to that. Uh, Wait, drum... Mary, oh, Mar, YouTube, beans. Maybe that's. I don't even know how I get to that. Yeah, I don't even know how to get to that. Anyway, I teach you guys how to not get manipulated. Charlie Brown, uh, mirrors in the building. She says, "I used to hate the idea of a, being a public figure, but uh, CGA proves that you can be well known in the community." Uh, but re, uh, relatively anonymous in real life. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I kind of keep a low profile. I kind of try to keep a low fi- profile in real life. Like, I'm not trying to be out like, you know, I, I could do it, but I try to stay low. All right. Um, Rory says, book recommendation, Gulag, Archipelago, Russia, from 1981 to 1956. All right. An eye-opener. All right, Ahmad Lewis says, Coach, you had me dead the other day when you said the homeless would rob someone working at their third shift at 7-Elevens for a Slurpee. Shout out to you and shout out to Russia. You guys know how it is. You guys know how it is. All right, you out there working third shift, they want to stick you up for a Slurpee. You like, man, take it. They taking your life for a Slurpee. Hell no, not I. Coach uh, Kalen Ferguson, Coach, do you think there was ever a time in which married people could look down at single people just fornicating and playing house. Yes, in the community we used to call this shacking up. Okay, shacking up. And a lot of people make fun of old YouTubers like myself. These old men don't know what they're talking about. Well, we can bring, we can bring a level of understanding to you guys. I hear a lot of foolishness about why the community has a high single mother rate. Okay. And a lot of people don't know their history. I managed to study history, history, and not all historical facts are historical facts, but let me drop a truth bomb on you guys. And he's this is gonna answer your question. A lot of people have foolishly said that the breakup of the black family can be sought, uh can be, can be seen for as long as so-called black people have been here in America. Meaning during slavery, it was common to break up the family. And thus, when you arrive to the current time, the the, the results are this right here that you see on the screen. All right, this right here. You, the, the results of this stems back from, and this is what they'll say, stems back from slavery. And I say, mm-hmm. that is false. And I'm going to prove to you. How that is false. I'm gonna prove it. I don't have the data in front of me. Get me up to it. Hit the like button in here. Hit the like button. I'm. I wish I could pull it up, but I'll just say it to you and I'll prove it. Between the years of Reconstruction, in the Reconstruction, 1920 and 1950, black families were more common than white families. Black marriage was more commonly common. Than white marriage. Black people were the most married in the most two-parent households than any racial background in the history of the United States between the period of 1920 or before, between the Jim Crow years, okay, 1920 into 1950s and 60s. They were the most married. Somebody said, that's false. Do you need me to give you the the, the statistics? I've showed you on plenty of shows already. They were the most likely to be married. They were the most commonly married black folks. The black family was the most solid family. And this was post-slavery reconstruction years. Now, after the Civil Rights Act and the initiation of welfare, that's when you get this right here. Period. Point blank. I'll pull it up here. I'm gonna see if I can pull it. Wax most married. Uh, here we go. Right here. Let me see here. Let me see here. I'm gonna see if, see if I can pull it up. See if I can pull it up. See if I can pull it up here. It's gonna take some time, but the point being made that the black family was disrupted uh let's see here disrupted between the years of 1960 to 19 uh, to 2020 that's where the disruption was here it is right here here it is right here you guys want some statistics we can give you the statistics this isn't the one that I really want but I'll find it I'll pull it up here it is right here in 1960, 61 percent of blacks were married in 1960. Why did they say it twice? <laughs> right here, in 1960, 61 percent of blacks were married, but by 2008, it's 32. There it is right here. It's sitting right here. In 1960, 75 percent of the right, right here. OK? Statistically you were more likely to see a black family together than apart. But now all of a sudden, you guys are going to go all the way back to slavery and justify why the black family is being disrupted. It's foolishness. It's foolishness. So it is what it is. Y'all can be bad if you want. What this has to do with is the mindset of the current communitar has nothing to do with slavery. Zero. Zip. (laughs) Not. <laughs> so go put that in your pipe and smoke it. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right. So it is what it is. So the part the part what you were asking me about at one point, you couldn't be shacking up and having sex and moving in. You couldn't do it. Marry people would look down at you and say, girl, what are you doing? You moving in? You shacking up? Oh, no, no, no. You giving them wife benefits and he ain't putting no ring on it? Oh, no, no, no. So married people did look down to people who were shacking up and fornicating and all that stuff. Now... It is just dismissed. Okay, your daughter wants to move in with some Joe Schmo. All right, let her move in. And then she moves in, moves out, moves in, moves out. We gave you the statistics of cohabitation. It's horrible. Within, remember I did the cohabitation stream and I said within a year, 50% of people who sign one-year leases, 50% don't get to year two on the lease. Within the first three months, something like 25% of the relationships were already blown up. In the first three months of cohabitation, twenty-five of the relationships, twenty-five percent of the relationships had blown up within the first six months. It was forty percent, something like that. By the end of the year, it was a full half. So cohabitation is a joke, especially if you're not married. Don't let them do it. All right, it's going to blow up in their faces. And most of them didn't even extend the marriage. So why do it, right? And so at, there was a time where you could look down. Married people did look down on single folks, but now. In some places, it is more likely that you're a single person than you are married. Even when you have kids, it is more likely that you're a single person than if you are married, if you have kids. in the Cesar Chavez and the black community. Having kids is more often by single women than married women. Somebody make sense of the thing here. Somebody make sense of it. I'm going to do two more. Three more. So Nasus Jones, coach, when they say I love me and being myself, do they really? No, 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 no. If they have to say it, then it doesn't exist. That's like saying I'm a king. I don't have to say I'm a king. It's like saying I'm the man. I don't have to say I'm the man. I am the man. It's like saying I'm the godfather. I don't have to say I'm the godfather. People could call me that, but I would never call myself that. And I'm not taking shots at anyone or anything, but I would never give myself a nickname. Like that, all of my names are legit coach because people call me the coach. All right, I don't have to create a different nickname because I am who I am. I don't have to tell people who I am. I am who I am when I kick in the door. All right, I don't have to self promote myself to an extent. I am me. I'm just showing you myself. So, the reality is, whatever they're saying, they're projecting, they're telling you what they need. I need someone to love me, I need someone. Um, to, to be in my life, to be powerful, strong, and independent. That's what they need when they say they are that. They're not that. And anybody that ever says that they're somebody, you have to question and say, why are you calling yourself that? If you are that, you will never even have to tell anybody you're that. Somebody says, what about Coach Adamus, though? Okay, okay. Lighten up. Coach Adamus is just, you know, it's a character. <laughs> it's a character. Coach Adamus, you know what I mean? That's not like a grand title, though. That's not a grand title. Coach Adamus is Coach Adamus. All right, so anyway, uh, Justin Gonzalez says, David, Dita says in the book, the way of the superior man that you need to go along with the woman's emotions, never argue with her, give her space and, or ask her what's wrong. Give her love. (laughs) I don't know who that guy is. Uh, that sounds sort of like this. All right. This, this is what that sounds like. The Denzel Washington, Washington advice right here. Yeah. 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 But the easiest thing for you guys to do, um, just know, like I've lived with a lot of women in my life. The easiest thing to do is just like, all right, you know, it's hard to correct women, ladies. It's hard to correct you because you act like children when we correct you. And you know, some of us have never had experience raising children, but when we correct you, you get the pouting and putting your lip out and getting defensive and, You know, and and you're like, just relax, ma'am. I'm correcting you. All right. I'm not describing you. I'm not putting you down. I'm correcting your behavior. Now, there was a time where people would just go. They put their pimp hand back like this. That's how they used to correct you. I grew up in a time where I knew people that grew up in that generation and I saw them correct women like that. And I was like, damn. I was like, woo. She ain't going to do that no more. Like those, when I was a kid, the generation, the two generations ahead of me, they used to correct women like that. They used to just go. They pull that pitman back and it'd be like, whoa. guess she was out of line. You see in the movie, uh, Rosewood, remember in the movie, Rosewood and the color purple. In the Rosewood and the color purple, remember in Rosewood, that white woman came out. She was having fornication with a, uh, I think she was cheating on her husband, but then she blamed it on the black guy. And then she came out and said she was great. And she came out and she was acting hysterical. And that white man came out and he said, and he, he pulled that hand back. He pulled that head back like that. And then it stopped her in her tracks. Same thing as Oprah Winfrey in *Color Purple*. Remember, she was the mad black woman, and and she had that beta husband, and she went out there, and they made her look crazy, and she said something to that white woman, and then he 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 pulled that hand back like this, and she had to put a stake over her eye. It stopped it immediately. So, I'm not I'm not subscribing to that philosophy. But what I'm saying is, this the reason why people. Are afraid to correct women because they get emotional. They take it personal. They could get belligerent. They could might get hysterical. They go they get defensive. They poke their lip out. They start pouting. They start. And so I even see even with my children. When I correct my son, you know, he gets his ego little bruised. When I correct my daughter, it's a whole event. Same thing if you have a wife, you correct your wife and what is this and what is that? And they start leveraging sex against you because you corrected them and pouting and throwing you on the couch and all of this stuff. You corrected them. They don't want correction. So it's hard for men to figure out how to correct women. The best thing you can do, the best thing you can do to correct a woman is to turn 180 degrees and walk right out the door. All right, bye. All right, get the or get her the hell out of your place. See, the best power you have, because you you can't pull your pimp hand back. You can't correct them verbally. It's going to be some sort of emotional abuse. They're going to compound it and have a documented record of every time you corrected them. All right. Or every time they ran into your backhand. All right. The best thing you can do is walk the hell up out of there. Oh, okay. Bye-bye. Just ghost. Oh, I can't correct you? Okay. I see how this is going. Bye-bye. The minute... What you have to understand is when you're telling them, you have to let sure they know. I'm going to correct you when you're wrong. And they don't remi- they will never admit they're wrong, but I'm going to tell you where you're wrong, and I'm going to correct it. Now, it's your job to make the correction. If you don't make corrections when I tell you you're wrong, I 180-degree turn out of there. I'm not going to discuss. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to bring attention to it. I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to swallow my tongue. I'm going to just get the stepping. I can't deal with it. And guys, just let me just tell you, I coached women's basketball for pl- over 15 years. My job was to correct women. Like literally, that was my job, coaching women. I'm telling you, it's like herding kittens. You know what I mean? I. It's one of those things because every problem outside the court is a problem on the court. You know, man, you can't deal with nothing. You correct them. Hey, man, you didn't touch that line. Oh, I had trauma when I was a kid and my mama left me and, went and abandoned me. Like, touch the freaking line. Mm. I don't care about when your mama abandoned you. I'm in practice right now. Man, touch the line. You listen up. Man, I tell you, it was was horrible. So again, this is what I know. I'm not telling you just as a relationship. I'm telling you, it's hard to correct women. And many men get into this tussle of holding masculine frame, and they think that, They could coach you on correcting women. My advice to you is do not get involved in correcting women. Don't do it. Unless it's your mom, even if if it's your mom, sometimes it's hard to correct them because then they said, you don't love me. Okay. You will explain to them if you deal with them, I'm going to correct you. I'm going to tell you where you're wrong. If they're anywhere near your age group, they're not going to want you to correct them. They think they know better than you. This is why I think the dynamic is better for men Who want a balanced relationship to date women in a different generation, a lower generation? The balance is gonna be better for you to correct them. If you're younger than her, she ain't never gonna listen to you. If you're the same age as her, she ain't gonna never listen to you. And there was another example I had of this to show you that she ain't gonna listen to you. It's like because you're like a brother or a sister to her. Let's go back to that. You're like a brother or sister. Women don't correct, get corrections from their brother or sister. They don't get corrections from men who aren't even doing well in society themselves. So, again, I'm glad I even talked about this. I'm glad I talked about this because, guys, I don't correct women anymore. I was in the business to do it. I got paid to do it. Now I don't get paid to do it. I tell you where you're wrong. If you pout, poke your lip, if you try to hold some peace leave against me, if you stomp your feet, if you throw a tantrum, you're out of here, out of here. Cause a lady will be dead ass wrong with blood on her hands. The hands will be bleeding dead wrong. And you know they'll really buck up when they're wrong. They know they're wrong and you correct them. Oh. When you when they know they're wrong and then you catch their ass, because a lot of guys are afraid to catch them. You'll hear a woman lying and you won't say a damn thing. You'll you'll be like, oh, I'll just. I won't mention it. I won't call her ass out. I'll call her out. I'm like, you know, you lying right now. What? The 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 time that she bucks up the most, you know, she lying. You're like, yep, you lying because you acting a monkey right now. <laughs> anyway, I do this with I do this with men, too, by the way. This isn't a woman thing, but women tend to be very, very uh, non-correctable. They don't want to get corrected. And I'm gonna show you an example. Let me show you an example right here. All right. Um, let's get in Tim back into the show. And I don't I know what it is. You know, it's a natural thing. Here it is, right here. What they start doing is start start yelling for other people, simp wolf whistling, um, acting crazy, bucking. The face looks distressed. They start breaking away, jumping off the ship. I'm telling you, this is what it is, man. All right, so let's get into the reason why. Let's go ahead and put this up. And viewer discretion is advised. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Let's get to 1,000 likes. Let's get to 1,000 likes. Because I'm going to tell you why this is going on. Why this is all going on. I gave you some data. We know that there's more broken homes in this society. We know there's less women with fathers going on. But I've been telling you this for quite a long time. Okay. And people are really, really not hearing me on this. And I don't mean any harm. Like Eddie Murphy said in the movie, Dream Girls, I don't mean no harm. I don't mean any harm by saying this. I think we all could benefit from this. Judging from these stories, it is appears that these people need some therapy. These people need some therapy. They suffer from a lack of direction and instruction. Now, normally who was over her, there was an authority figure over her father. Maybe an older brother. Uncles. Teachers. Teachers officials officials authorities officers or what have you the like now all of these people's credibilities have been essentially ruined in society police officers credibility ruined male teachers credibility ruined so much so that you once you get to the teenage years they'll probably rarely encounter a male teacher and if they do overwhelmingly they will buck against that male teacher or accuse him of doing something like looking down her shirt. All right. So they will overwhelmingly buck against male teachers and authorities, principals, vice principals and etc. Fathers have been overwhelmingly displaced in these communities, no matter what race you're talking about, and they've been discredited. Deadbeat dad syndrome, uh removed from the father, uh removed from the child's uh life, daddy issue, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? Then you have um then you have the uh the other male, uh, oh, brothers and 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 whatnot. So again, I told you that they don't respect brothers like that anymore. Um, brothers are seen as some sort of, you know, they're on even playing field with the brother, right? So men have been overwhelmingly discredited. There's no more leadership coming from men. And even when they ask for leadership from men and men reciprocate and give them the leadership, the women then, some men, some women, then say, well, we don't want you to lead like that. They'll ask for the leadership. A man will lead, exhibit A, standing right here. Well, these men aren't leading. And then here I am leading. And then they come in here and say, but you're leading the wrong way. Don't lead like that. Now, make sense of that. I'm here leading, meaning I'm not letting you get away with your bullshit. I'm going to call you out on manipulation. I'm going to correct you. But we don't want you to lead like that. It's the way you said it. It's not what you said. It's the way you said it. If you said it like this, see, what kind of leadership is that? If you want me to lead, you can't tell me how to lead because I'm the leader. If you want someone that follow, someone to follow, you can't then tell them how to say things and what to do and how to use their authority and whatnot. You want to pick and choose who you want to listen to. And unfortunately, the Democrats have provided plenty of opportunity for you to be victims. As such, the results have been something like this. People grow up in overwhelmingly fatherless homes. People grow up overwhelmingly in some sort of poverty. People grow up overwhelmingly in some sort of war zone that you guys brag about growing up in. I grew up in Detroit. I grew up in Minneapolis. I grew up in New Orleans. I grew up in Miami. I grew up in Baltimore. I grew up in South Central LA. As if it gives you stripes. As if it makes you more authentic. And so when you grow up in these war zones, as we're talking about war. What's happening or what's not being treated is that you're growing up under constant tension of either losing your life, poverty, uh, fear of not having food, struggling, which people still brag about. I struggle more than you. It makes me blacker than you. For some reason, struggle equals black. What's what's misplaced is you cannot spend 10, 15, 20, and 25 years in these poverty-stricken areas. In these traumatic experiences and then come out and not need some sort of therapy or help. You cannot keep growing up in fatherless homes with abusive or drug-addicted mothers or mothers that focused on their careers.
1: So I could focus on my career.
0: 80 hours a week, she's working and doing one or two jobs like this young woman here, unfortunately. This is how she's raising her daughter. She has a five-year-old daughter, yet she is... She is doing all of these other things and probably bringing home not a big paycheck. Look at all these damn jobs. She got a five-year-old daughter. She's a model, a spokeswoman, a political commentator, a brand ambassador. She works for a nonprofit organization. She's a spokeswoman for this and that. What the hell? What about she's a mother? No. Where's the father? Probably not around. Yeah, that child getting neglected and she's going to be in the cycle. Now you have nobody to correct you. You don't listen to the police. You don't listen to male teachers. You don't listen to the male principal. You find some way to wriggle out of being responsible. And then you grow up to be an adult. The first man corrects you. You have him arrested for domestic violation. The reason why. Is because. You guys need some therapy. Men and women. Unfortunately. Who is the person that is going to give them the therapy? Overwhelmingly, they're going to run to someone that enables them. You're going to run to an enabler, and they're going to make you out to be the victim and poor you, poor you, and then that's never going to work out. Okay? It's never going to work out. So this is what you're getting. Your therapy is the Democrat Party. And you run to them like you ran to your slave master, and they're going to act like they're going to give you something. They ain't give you nothing. All right? They give you absolutely nothing. So. The bottom line is I look at these young women who have never been accountable for anything I've I've, I've never out of all of these women that I've seen that I gave you the story of not a single one of them were accountable for their actions. Not a single one of them, not a single one of them mentioned a man in their lives, not a single one. They said family. The one woman ended up being probably Skittles. Allegedly. The one woman is a single Mama. An accidental death. And the other woman uh, on the boat, she just, just ran and just jumped off the boat. What's going on here? We're not dealing with the real issue. The real issue is that people grow up in war zones like Ukraine and Russia going on right now. And you guys are worried about them. You guys grow up in these zones for 15 or 20 years and you brag about it. You brag about it so much that if a person looks like you that doesn't grow up in a war zone area, you don't even call them real. That's how sick people are. You're like, you didn't struggle and you grew up in a two-parent household and you grew up in the suburbs. You ain't no real black person. That's how sick we are. That's how, there, that's how in demand of therapy we need. And people are scared to hear this truth, but I'm sorry. I got to call it what it is. It is what it is. Until you correct this, you're going to see what you see right here. You're going to see what you see. You're going to see people that are accustomed to abuse, neglect, poverty, lack of authority, lack of accountability, no male leadership, et cetera, et cetera. And you're going to see them deleting themselves. Okay. You're going to see them jumping in the shark-infested waters. You're going to see them accidentally jumping out of three-story buildings. You're going to see them jumping off six-story buildings in Manhattan. And then they just sweep it under the rug. (laughs) And don't point out what's really going on. What you need is a male authority figure. What you need is for somebody to check you, be able to check you and say, ma'am, you have no job and you're claiming to be successful. Like, if 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 that's my daughter, I'm going to say, ma'am, if, if this woman, unfortunately, that I keep pointing out, if that's my daughter, I'm going to say, you ain't got no real job. Showing up to, to look pretty on Instagram and to do your little interview and then to go back home broke is not a real job. Why? Why is that mean to say? Because if that's my daughter, I would have told her that. And I'm going to say, who's taking care of your child while you're running around here trying to be on Instagram and YouTube? That's what I would ask her. That's a correction. That's a correction. And people are afraid to get corrected. And you know who else is afraid to get corrected? Men who come in here and simp in force for women. Like Boaz. (laughs) Men who cannot take this, they're gonna come in here and feel bad. Oh, don't you feel bad for her? Don't you feel bad for her? Yeah, Mitches, Simp Wolf Whistles, White Knights. Because what I'm gonna say is: look, this is what we need to do. I'm gonna leave. But instead of Allowing me to lead, they come in and undercut me. They come in here and say, baby, it'll be okay. You keep being a loser and not getting therapy. Gumps. (laughs) It's crazy. So let's get to these super chats. And it's a sad situation. But look, I'm not the one being affected by this. It's y'all. All I'm doing is commentating on it and giving you my opinion. But my opinion is right. If you don't want, to, if you want to go into the righteous path, follow the free agent lifestyle. If you want to follow yourself into uh, uh, degrading yourself, if you want to follow yourself into a path of nowhere, a path in the victimhood, follow your own path. Follow the path that was given to you. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Brown three one one zero. Says shout out to the barbarian. The future is still male. Um, oh, here it is right there. The future still male. Remember, I kept telling you that. Remember, I wore that T-shirt. I wore that T-shirt. I told you the future still male. Y'all said the future is female. Where? Where? I mean, in, in Ukraine and Russia? No, it ain't. No, it is not. And now let me tell you something. If something breaks out, you're not going to see a feminist anywhere. They're going to be quiet as a church mouth. And I already said here. <laughs> There's somebody gonna come in. Not so true. Not that's not true. In World War Two, women had to step up and go to work in the factories and rivet, put rivets in airplanes. Stop it. And I'm like, you mean when they were washing up? When they were washing up on the what is the island on the beaches of Normandy getting shot at? <laughs> when men were on the boat going to their um, uh, floating till their death, fighting with their last bated breath. You mean you were putting rivets in airplanes? Good lord. I'm I'm not tr- look, look, look I'm not trying to belittle you, but you forced me to belittle belittle you. You forced me to do it. You mean when the dude in a big ass plane was coming out, dropping the atomic bomb on Nagasaki? You were putting rivets in airplanes? Oh, okay. Kids were doing it too. You know? Mm. There were children doing it back before there were work laws. I can show you that too. Don't make me do things by saying. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Shout out to John Ellison. He says laughing my A off wall speak. Who said that? That was classic. It's wall speak. Yes. That that was wall speak for sure. Robert Moreno says, paying my respects to Coach Damas. We in the building. Coach Adamas is here. Yes. Did I give myself that name? Yes, I did. Lee Smith says, if a cruise is too cheap, equals you got you get the community at sea. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm only going on yacht cruises. I'm not going on a cruise and they like $59 for the whole trip. Nope. I know what I'm gonna get on there. Dot's token, he says. X X is womanist. Do not have fatherly guidance in mate selection, and um, it scrolled up. So apologies here, and and he says it's ultimate self sabotage. She says single moms are self deleting more now. Everyone get life insurance, so if single moms are self deleting, it's hard out here to raise kids. But if you do it without the presence of a father. There's there's two reasons for that. You selected the wrong mate and or you removed the father from the house to collect funds, all right? So there's either one or two reasons. And what Dot's Token is saying is if you had fatherly guidance in mate selection, you might have a little bit more success, okay? Your father has a vested interest in protecting his daughter. So he might say, That mate is not good for you, don't be around them. But what the woman's naturally gonna do is rebel and want to be around that person. And uh what they guide fathers into now is to say, Hey, if you tell a young girl not to be with a man, she's gonna go to that man. You gotta you gotta let her learn. But what actually results from that is she gets knocked up and pregnant by that man. And then he bounces on her, predictably, you told her. And now you gotta be left holding the bag. Now, what what a father would used to do is pull his 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 uh, he pulled his 12 gauge shotgun out and he chased that dude up off the block. All right, do not come up around here. If I see your ass again, I'ma switch cheese your ass up. All right. So that's what used to happen because you had a vested interest in protecting your daughter. But now there was that story about that black young girl. That had an older guy, slightly older. I think she was 15 or 16, and he was 18 or 19. The father moved the daughter away. And then the guy ended up, the young guy ended up climbing up a ladder and deleting the father. Mm. This is how sick it's getting. Remember that story? There was a guy that got, he moved his daughter away just to move her away from the boy. And the boy ended up finding them, climbing up a ladder, and then deleting the father. Okay, so this is what's going on in the world. And uh, women are thinking that they can go on dating apps and date to find men. And one more time, I'm going to tell you again, dating is linked to prostitution. Dating is no way to find a mate. Women have all this hopes and fantasies, and men, that they're going to find their soulmate through dating. No, what you're going to find is a constant rotation of sexual partners because that's what dating is intended to do. Be mad at me as you want. Dating is not to find a mate. It is to find a sexual mate. And if you're dating, you're probably rarely ever going to find a mate because truth be told, your best possible mate was presented in front of you between the ages of 15 and 20. Everybody after that is just a salami factory. The worst mates are going to be as you age. All right, live with it. Meaning your social circle, your school, your university, that was your best picking. Your best pickings were right in there. As you exited your university, as you exited high school, if if you left your community in search of finding the right person, You're, you're, you're ain't going to find them. It's over. Your social circle has your best. Now, what you're going to say is I don't like anybody in my community. Well, stay single. You're it's over for you or move somewhere where you listen, your best mates are right there near you, but you guys want to fall in love and have an epiphany, have the, um, Had the, oh, I bumped into this stranger and knocked all the books out of my hands. And I looked into his eyes and it was love at first sight and my heart pounded. (laughs) Get over it. That's not, that's not reality. All right. That's not reality. That's fantasy. If you go on dates, this is. If you go on dates. That is to find a sexual partner, not a mate. Um, A radio, Zoe was looking for an engineer doctor. The black Zoe was. The black Zoe was. Where's the black Zoe? She was looking for an engineer doctor with all them not jobs that she had. What do they call it when you do that? When you bump into someone and it was, uh, it, I think it's an S word. It's like, um, like it, it's like it's I can't remember what it's called, but that's what you want. You want that moment. You don't want the guy blowing his horn. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, hell no. They'll flip you off. Meanwhile, you want it to be like, I was walking around this corner. He was walking around that corner. Serendipity. Yeah, there it is. It's serendipity. That's the word. They want this serendipitous moment. You know what I mean? Uh, I was checking out at the grocery store, and this guy came in front of me and paid for my ATM. I looked into his eyes. He looked like Shamar Moore. I melted. It was, uh, you know, it was meant to be. You know what I mean? It was meant to be. There was that moment. You know, they, they're always imagining this moment. <laughs> That's why they say if you meet them on Tinder, they'll say, we'll tell everybody we met, we met at Starbucks. Because if they ask, where did you meet? Well, I swipe right on Tinder. She was the 38th woman that I swiped right on. They wanted to be some momentumous, momentous momentumous. momentumous. <laughs> like she's, she's in her locker. She closes her locker and there's the next guy, the most handsome guy next to her on the first day of school. <gasps> He's next to me. Oh my God. You know, that's some fantasy bullshit. <laughs> momentumous. Momentum. Yeah, they want some bullshit ass. I was at the car wash and I don't know. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, that person going to be single and miserable for the rest of her life. But it's okay. It ain't me. All right. Shout out to A&A Radio. IMG says you can't say love God and delete yourself buzzer. <laughs> for sure. Uh, 100%. You can't say that. Phineas Henshaw for the tip jar morning coach. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. All right, Corey Washington, I'll never understand these brokeology degrees that sisters get.
1: And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. He
0: says, I meet them and they brag, but they drive around in the car with the donut. <laughs> oh shit.
1: I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that.
0: I man, they do. Have y'all seen them? Like, you know, when you start improving yourself as a guy. And you get a better car, you know what I mean? And then you drive up next to the women and they act, you know what I'm saying? You know what the funny thing is? Like, they be acting like they all that. They picking up their Jamba Juice or they Starbucks. They walking around. They got their sunglasses on. They walk up. And then they get in that dust bucket. <makes noise> Donut on the car, blowing smoke. Somebody described in, wash me on the back of their dusty-ass window. They got a door on the side, 2 tone. They driving around. <laughs> you see them at the stoplight. I pull up in the 911, look at them at the stoplight. I'll be like this here. I'll be like <laughs> She got that look. She don't want to look at you. <laughs> she act like she looking straight forward. I roll down the window. I, I see you in that dust bucket ass Nissan Altima. I see you. Look at your ass. Uh-huh. You was acting like you was all that. Nails done, hair done. Now look at you one headlight out tires look like race licks on the back I'm like bruh oil light on you know your check engine light on baby car seat in the back you like oh hell no I know you ain't acting like you all that you see it all the time that shit make me I crack the hell up wow I'm like and you had the nerve to walk because 15,000 people following on Instagram. Like, you need to stop. You should have came in with your shoulder slump. Pulled up in that bull. <laughs> you know I'm not lying. Oil light on, check engine light on. Ball and tires, like, yikes. Car tags all bad car tags 2019 wrong color like what the hell them car tag man you better get to the damn dmv you probably ain't got no car insurance here <laughs> who think i'm lying ladies you know i'm not lying bro you like boy you just hate women don't you oh no dude that'd be y'all i'm describing you i'm not hating you all right ladies here we go right here we're gonna do a poll we're gonna do a poll this is poll time This is poll time. We're going to put XX. This is for you. Is your your car currently registered and with current insurance? We're going to do that. Oh, wait. That's supposed to be a poll right here. And do is your is your is your side view mirror have duct tape on it? That's going to be the pole right here. That's going to be the pole. All right, you don't lie neither. There's the pole right there. You can go ahead. <laughs> if you took it to the car, <laughs> all right. The ladies answer it. Here we go, ladies answer. Ladies only. Ladies only. Ladies only. Here we go. And I want pictures. Oh, the ladies are in there. They like, yes, I have current registration. All right. Is your car currently registered with current insurance? You got current car. No, I should have put more than liability insurance. More than liability. Come on, ladies. I don't know. I know dudes are going to answer and throw off the poll. (laughs) All right. Anyway. (laughs) Shout out to the ladies. Ladies, I love you, man. You know I love you. It's nothing but love. Hey, send me some feed pictures, too. My feed pictures pictures are getting low. Whoever answers this question, my feed pictures are getting low. (laughs) All right, I got to get back to it. Michael Dolson says, Barbarians at the U.S. gate. We're lucky we have we're, our borders are oceans, but our borders above and below Canada and Mexico have been open. Uh, they've been letting in two to three million people per 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 month, I believe. Our borders are really suspect. Uh, techist Sportsman says black culture is the number one thing that holds us back as a group. Shake my head. Give us the buzzer. Mm-hmm. The thing we brag about in black culture is sad. It's sad. I'm like, bro, y'all going to keep bragging about that? Like, you we brag about not accomplishing much. You know what I mean? The bar is low. And then you want people to look at you positively. I'm like, pick one. Pick one. Do you want people scared of you or you want people to respect you? Do you want them to be scared of you that you're going to pop off at them and beat them up? And you got the big Johnson or you want them to be respect you as a person? Like, you can't, you can't do both. Like, you want them to fear you because you're the the, the 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 angry black man or the angry black woman, or do you want them to respect you for who you are and what you have done? Like, you got to pick one. Do you think you want them to think you all got a gat right here, put right here in your damn uh, small of your back or right here by your, or do you want them to think you got a, a business plan? Which one is it? Like, you can carry a gun in a holster, you know what I mean? But you can't be thugging like you can't have both like pick one you want respect or fear it's got to be it's got to be one or the other uh Aaron Guy says why were the community more married than any other race need i think it's going to be broken down to need and during that time that there was a, there, there was going on there i think um i don't know i mean i would be it, it's curious as to why white people weren't doing it as much. But when they say black people were doing it more, white people were underneath it. It wasn't like it, we see it now where white people are more, way more likely to get married than blacks. But it was close. As Rio Morning Coach in the coach game, pageant ladies, I am a pageant ladies. I'm a owner of GoFundMe. Oh, I got money. I got money. Oh, yeah. Well, we know pageant. Remember that one pageant lady married her husband and she was still out here being a hooker. Remember that story? He made $3 million a year as a plastic surgeon and he married a Miss Connecticut and she was out there being an escort while she was married. Pageant winners are not it. Caitlin Ferguson, LeBron James called himself the GOAT and Michael Jordan never did. But then again, LeBron was raised by a single mother and Jordan had his family in his life. That dynamic between LeBron and Michael is not even close. I don't think LeBron's the GOAT at all. So Michael Jordan was never like out there pumping himself up to be the GOAT. I think LeBron is. He's trying to surpass Jordan, but he's not surpassing him. Like uh, like he'll surpass him statistically by longevity. But if you look them up, if you just took the resume names, off, if you took the names off the resume and lined them up, Michael Jordan is by far better than LeBron. Like the results of what he's done. It ain't even close. I mean, but LeBron will keep it close. That's neither here or there. If you just put the resume down, slap it down, slap it down. The only thing LeBron has that is really impressive. The only thing LeBron has that is really impressive is the consecutive NBA finals. Now, that to me is Bill Russell-ish. But he was losing the majority of them. (laughs) It was like he was major. He was losing the majority of those finals, but those finals appearances are impressive. Like he went through three separate teams and every year they were in the finals. That was amazing. That's amazing, but that's it. That's where it stops. Everything else from there is a no. Everything else goes to Michael Jordan. The only thing he got is consecutive final appearances. And I will give him that. But Jordan over here got six and he went to six in a row well, you know, he went to six in a row because the two that he didn't go to, he was retired. And the one that he didn't go to, he came back late in the season. And then when he had a full season, every full season he was in, he was in the finals. And then he won all of them. Nah, come on, man. Don't get me started. He took no L's in those finals. Nah. So what he's saying is LeBron is calling himself the GOAT. Well, he's not. All right. So he's trying to make that title up and he's going to get there through longevity. Purple. Hey, CGA, you had me dying and out over here with that backhand history lesson. He says, please make that a part of a short clip, please. Priceless salute. Shout out to you. Michael Frantaturo, I got money. I got money. In Ukraine, phonetics is haruchi. He says, that's how it sounds, not spells. Play that. Money guy, and go to Odessa, not Kiev. Shout out to Odessa, Ukraine, not Odessa, Texas. Where's the I got money guy? I got too many coins. Here
1: comes This
0: is what make it all happen, right there. That's, that's
1: this what it
0: this what make
1: it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman,
0: how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. But those
1: not respectable women. I
0: don't want no respect.
1: I want some Uh ass.
0: Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double-bared shotgun and show me what you're working with. But
1: don't you want commitment?
0: What? Who? You don't want to be committed. I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. Yes, sir. Hey, check this out. I did a video on my top five NBA players on my sports channel. So, CGA Sports, it didn't get a lot of views. Sometimes this, you know, I, this channel has got to be really consistent. I'm very inconsistent on this channel. So, I'm trying to get consistent, but it's difficult. All right. Um, but um. some channels, some videos get pretty good views. And some videos don't. This one got less than a thousand views, but I put my top five NBA players of all time. If you want to know, I already put it up there. There it is, CGA Sports, right there. Fair use, fair use. Look at that. Throw that rock. Hey, hit that bone. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that form. Hey, look at that form Look at that form. And look at that nugget head right there. Look at that milk dud head. All right. So CGA Sports, man, go on and check it out over there. Go subscribe to Go subscribe to my channel. Top five NBA players of all time. Anyway, let's get to the rest of the Super Chats. Uh, Michael Frantator, uh, speaking my mind, says, for the Pet Sitter Fund. Yes. For the Pet Sitter Fund. Shout out to you. Fast Ferrari says, quick shout out to the nasty boys in the coach gang. All right. Uh, and then shout out to Channel 1800. He says, shout out to the coach and the gang. Lights up, lads. Thank you for them lights. Man, the lights help. All right, success over happiness. The best thing my dad taught me is you don't have to, you don't have the luxury to worry about being black as a man. I didn't understand that too, or until I got older. He says, you don't have the luxury to worry about being a black, being black as a man. Man, I, let me fill that in. I'm trying to figure out if, if you don't have the luxury to worry about. Be, oh, I see. Okay. You don't have the luxury to think about being Black as a man. That's interesting. Yeah. I think before us, we had to constantly worry about it. I think people worried about it now for reasons that they can control. Before you had to really worry about it. Now you choose to worry about it. Like people ain't really checking for it. All right. Ka- Callie West says, play Chelsea Chris' last word to her boyfriend. Was it this one? I'm not happy. <laughs> or this one?
1: How dare you. Or. And that's you.
0: What was that? I'm not sure. She didn't have a boyfriend. Mm. She didn't have a boyfriend. Uh, Triggerverse says, Coach, angry man got this clip from Ren and Stippy of a baboon acting as a dog running to its master. The perfect clip of the simp wolf whistle. I got to check that out. I don't want to steal his clip, though. Oh, man. The simp wolf whistle. Simple whistle. All right, shout out to Coach Junior. Simps out here like we getting girls now. <laughs> cloud world. What you think you getting girls now because of your looks? Yeah, they're going to be out here killing it. Oh, I finally got the love of my life.
1: And that's you.
0: They just hide now here. How's the ladies doing here? Ladies got your car registered? Congratulate, Man, it's good. All right, we're going to end the poll here. We got 311 votes. Girls got their car registered and all that. Good job, ladies. Jaron Keith Davis, thank you for the generous super chat. He didn't say anything. Channel 1800 says billions of dead male bodies through historical wars, Kochi, and women most affected. I actually get tickled by that. Because what will happen is they'll be like, oh, this scenario right here. And they were like, these three women pilots. And I'm like, What's the dude on the the, the TikTok? <laughs> the dude with the big the I, he looks African to me, and he has big long fingers, and he'd be like, <laughs> "There was three women pilots, and I'm like, like y'all really gonna? They did they get shot down? Were they Amelia Earhart and disappeared in the murder Triangle? Like what what happened? They made it home safely." Okay, well, there were, there were 13,000 people that died. <laughs> like, stop with that. I wish people will stop with that. Oh, he's British. He's British. I wish people will stop with that because it's always like that. You know what I mean? Like that one movie. I can't remember what the movie was, but it was the two or three black women and they worked for NASA. I'm like, y'all made a whole movie off that. y'all made a whole y'all managed to stretch a whole movie out of that that could have been a 15-minute documentary and it's not because they were women it was just kind of like that's nice no not the help it was uh the other one where they were the mathematicians hidden figures yes Like movies are way too long for me. So I was kind of like, I was like, this could have been solved in unsolved mysteries for show. This could have been an unsolved mystery for show. Because they made it look like they was the ones that, that had the last calculation. They came in there. It was like this the dudes in NASA, we can't figure it out. And they rushed in the room like this with a calculator. And they was like, well, if you took the statistical. Oh, we saved them. Oh, hell. You know, that's what they made it look like. And I was like this. <laughs> I'm like, man, okay, so what's the real story? I am like the You know what I mean? There got to be a real story to this. Oh, they got to be able to, they can't land. What do we do? I get those three women over there in here. They got the answers. We've been, we've been hiding them in the basement, but I think they can solve the problem. All right, here we go. They landed. Mm. (laughs) People really, but I'm, I'm really like this with a lot of things. Anytime it's, they have to make a movie out of it. Remember the Titans, all of that stuff. I still would be like, come on, man, stop. Y'all doing this for the movie. Now, what really happened? But y'all believe movies. (laughs) Oh, man. Y'all believe movies. Hey, whatever happened in the movie, it didn't happen like that in real life. I hate to burst your bubble. I do burst a lot of bubbles here. Whatever, however they presented it in the movie, it certainly did not happen like that. You know what I mean? It's kind of like when something happens in a movie and somebody has a catchy line, like a snapback. It didn't happen like that. What happened was that person went home, thought about it for two days, and then came back, and then with 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 bad timing, tried to snap back at him, and they just looked at him like, the hell's wrong with you? You know what I mean? It never was that. They act like it was a catchy snapback right away. It wasn't, no. Mm. So whatever happened in the movie, it did not happen that way. Just to burst your bubble. These things, and it will tell you at the beginning of the movie, uh, facts about this have been distorted slightly for dramatic purposes, for the for make-believe reasons. Not Thanos. I'm talking about made uh, real, like TVs that are made after real events. The, the, it, like all of the dialogue did not go like that. It didn't happen that way. The ending didn't happen the way it went. There was some truth in it, but it didn't happen like that. I hate the burst your bubble. All right, so anyway, the uh, the events are out of order. The events are taken out of context. It's not a historical movie. It's a movie for dramatic purposes. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, based on a true story. Based on a true story. They They have the story, and then they make it a dramatic story. All right, Dots Token says, love is for losers, get rich, and create a legacy. And you'll buy all the love you need. Uh Uh-huh. Juno Ma says, shout out to the coach. Can I get a, I told you to do Biden. Let's go ahead and play the lady right here. She sounds like a genius right now. Where is she at?
1: Hey, I told you to do Biden.
0: Yeah, even biopics like that. The whole NWA movie, I was like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, it's cool and all but you can find the holes in the NWA movie. I'm like, all right, that's a stretch. No, that didn't happen. Or that happened out of order. The sequence is out of order. You were like, wait a minute, that really didn't. It made them look like the good guy. You know what I mean? Even though they are breaking in the record studio bashing the, de- and then they come out the good guy. Oh, oh, let's sit down. Let's calmly talk about this. You were right the whole time. So anyway. I look at all movies like that. But if it gets to the movie theater, if they make a movie, it's gonna be unbelievable shit. <laughs> like, like this shit is gonna be about to be unbelievable. All right. So, but some of the stuff is right, and, and they leave stuff out. The straight out of Compton movie. They left out the whole D Barnes getting beat up by Dr. Dre, which, in the context of following the story of NWA, that was an important stuff. That was important. Like that was a big deal. And then they had him racing down a Ferrari like I was kind of like, you know, it is what it is. So I don't take I don't take it as this is going to be true. It's just going to be something that is going to be somewhat true. Um and uh, uh Michael Frantadore over here. He says there is a house for sale on my street. He says move to Phoenix coach the carport was just converted into a garage and ready for your Porsche. And I am building a $200,000 pet pool in my backyard. Are you in Phoenix? God dang. I'm not buying a house right now. I- I'm just going to stop. I'm going to pause. I got to watch what's going on here. <laughs> he said they had easy E cry when they saw Dr. Drell the billboard. Yeah, man. I can't move the Phoenix. It's too damn hot. It's just too damn hot. Uh, yeah, here. Mike Hawk says, I must offer my sincere apologies for misjudging Uncle Earl as being a trick. I was wrong, as that man is a pure savage. Pure mm. savage. He ain't no trick. Linebacker of fortune. Shout out to you, tuition coach. Thank you, sir, for being here. Appreciate y'all. I got, man, today is action packed. This I got appointment after appointment after appointment today. Everybody wanted to give me appointments today. So I got to handle all that. But we'll exit with Uncle Earl, and ladies and gentlemen, get some help if you need it. I've been getting help. I've been getting help. Um, I moved out of the communitar. That's my first thing. That was the first thing that saved me, moving out of the communitar, all right, and uh keeping that image of the thuggish, ruggish black man. I tried. I tried to be thuggish, ruggish for a minute, and yeah, I grew up in Hawthorne, you know. <laughs> And they had gangs and stuff. You know what I mean? And I went to the suburbs with that attitude. Wrong thing. I figured out that's the wrong thing to do. You got to grow out of that. You can keep the culture. You can keep the culture. You know, you can keep the culture. But the the whole, the whole fear me as a black man is going to be because people hate it and love it at the same time. You got to get over that. Same thing. I don't care what color you are, what you are as a woman. You know what I mean? The whole respect me because I'm a woman thing, that's going to hurt you you're not going to get like just cuz you're a woman no it's not going to work that way so you guys need to find a different way to get around it if you're a sister the whole uh you need to be you need to fear me I'm a I'm a black woman thing and then you get mad when they treat you like a crazy black woman like what is it which one you want ma'am
1: the research says that black women when we do the same diets as white women we lose less weight and we lose it slower even when we're following the diet than our white women counterparts. And what, and what public health practitioners think is that our stress responses in the body change our metabolism. It's literally that the racism that you're experiencing and the struggle to make ends meet actually means the diet don't work for you the same.
0: Yeah, we need male leadership. We need male leadership. Shout out to the coach gang, and we out of here. Peace.